What's up, guys? Welcome back to uh, Director Showdown, Episode 3. Back Trace. here. Trace. Trace. Director Trace Showdown, Episode 3. That was nice. That was pretty good. Bringing Not back bad. that fun bit from last week when we recorded that Remember podcast. that? Remember that amazing last episode? Week. Um, that was a whole week ago. A whole week ago we recorded that. Not yeah. a couple, not, a, not 20 minutes. Not 20 Last minutes ago. Week. Um, <laughs> what's up, guys? Episode three. Uh, this Back week. again. Yeah. It's just us boys again. Just us, us, us again, guys. I swear we're going to have guests. Yeah, I sw- um, we swear it. We promise that we are going to have guests. Uh-huh. Um uh, but yeah, yeah, eventually. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are back on Carpenter side of things. Mm-hmm. And this week, I'm really, really excited to talk about um, what is... If not my favorite, one of my mm-hmm. favorite movies of all time. Uh, I know we talked about this a little bit in Escape mm-hmm. from New York, but uh, we're talking The Thing, guys. The 1982. Thing. 1982's The thing. thing. And The Thing is, is that this is a podcast that is about facing off directors, right? Yeah. That's the thing. That's our thing. That's, that's our thing. That's our is, thing. Is uh, picking two directors every season, mm-hmm. uh, selecting... Uh, just a few selected movies. filmography. Yeah, selected filmography from each of them, and, and just uh, talking about just them. talking about them. It, no. Things started out yeah. very aggressive, um, aggressive, <laughs> and uh, Adam and I very passionate. The I let's say. put it this way: the podcast was formed on the basis of conflict. Yes, but that conflict was resolved. Has since resolved. Yeah. Uh, since then, we just our love friendship about movies. has has blossomed. It has only even blossomed further. into. A uh, more love, beautiful thing. Love can grow on a battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> what? What song is that? It's not a song. Love, love is it's a, a battlefield. battlefield. But the thing is, is, like Metal Gear Solid again. Jesus oh, Christ! Let's the, let's bring it up every episode. Why not? Well, like Sniper Wolf in Metal Gear Solid One. Okay. Well, no, fucking what's his name? Otacon, the little little okay. loser, loser otaku anime guy. <laughs> okay. He was like, can love blossom on a battlefield, Snake? Oh, boy. You know. That is such a. Uh, Hideo Kojima, you, you know, you do pretty good, but sometimes you need to deal with that dialogue, though. So the dialogue. <laughs> so the dialogue's very, uh, you, you'd well, hear that on a fucking anime for sure, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, sen- s- senpai. Senpai. Oh, 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 <laughs> You were a little bit too good. I, 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 I'm, uh, I'm speaking of a, another sect of uh, anime. I think, <laughs> and we lost a few listeners. And there they go. You know Just what? Good riddance. Bye. We don't want you guys who who don't like Japanese art. <laughs> um, yeah, 
So we're talking the thing, we're guys. Talking the thing. <laughs> um, pretty stoked to talk about yeah. it. Um, watch it again today. And uh, just solidified the fact that it's a fucking excellent movie. This is one of your all-time favorite films, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And let's talk about it. <laughs> I thought you were... <laughs> well, I already talked about it. It's like one of my favorites. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. It's, and then uh, we got into the whole I, Japanese I, I, thing. And <laughs> that, that erased you know, yeah, your like, mind. Because I was thinking very focused on just, you know, senpais and stuff. Oh. Know? Well, I mean, that's now I'm back par, to par it. For what the are we course. doing again? Are we? What <laughs> it's are a we? hard reset. Um, <laughs> just every time it mentions, it just like resets my mind. Yeah, you don't even know where I am right now. <laughs> let's, uh, yeah, I mean, let's kick things off with a little bit of like historical context. Yeah. Like this is, I, I think I mentioned it on Escape from New York. I think this is, and I thought about it a little bit more. Th- I'm pretty sure this is the first John Carpenter movie I've seen. Um, and I saw it pretty late too. I want to say I saw this movie when I was like, like 18 or 19. I had never seen Halloween at that point. Oh, that's my favorite Brent. 18, 19, Brent. 18, 18 19 Brent. That, yeah. that ghoul beaters Brent. Yep. Boy, why did I drop that for a second time on this podcast? I'm sorry. Um, I'll put a bleep over it. So people like, don't know what we're talking about. Jesus Christ. Don't be um, ashamed. No, of, I know. Of your beautiful um, body back then. Uh, and our beautiful costumes mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, you gotta start somewhere, man. You do. This movie, the first time I saw it, I really, really liked it, and I really enjoyed it, and it was it like disgusted me mm-hmm. um, because I think to this day it's one of the grossest movies ever made, and this is the season where we're talking about um, Cronenberg as well, mm. and I kind of think that Carpenter out Cronenberg'd on this one, like when it comes to like right. nasty yeah. shit, nasty body sure. horror shit. Um, we still haven't got into mm-hmm. um, Big Trouble in Little China, though. There's some gross stuff in there. That's true. We'll yeah, see. that's true. We'll there see. is, yeah. But this oh, one I is about pretty, pretty nasty. Pretty nasty. Um, but it's really like a blockbuster moment for mm. um, like His practical effects. the big leagues. That, too. I'm sorry. I got scanned for a second again there, guys. Um, somebody <laughs> hacked in my brain, and I just pure God, pain. God damn it, bad actor, man. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Name. Um, no, La- God damn Steve S- Lack. Steve Lack, yeah. Fuck off. And he's just like, <laughs> look at it. Yeah, he's over there by the corner. Sitting in the corner of it. Yeah. Steven Lack. Uh, the yeah. actor, not the character, um, is sitting yeah. in the corner of that. Go, go, go stick to your ephemeral, <laughs> chief. He'll calm down with you. Quit trying to hack into our minds, our nervous systems. He's got nothing better to do. He's not filming it. Yeah, he's no. He's like, he hasn't made a movie in like 30 years. Remember Scanners, guys? Hey, you guys like Scanners? I'm Stephen Lack from the movie Scanners. You had to say it more dryly without like emotion. Though. Well, I think now all he I'm, does. I'm Stephen Lack from Scanners. I think now all he does is go to like Boise, Idaho, like podcast conventions <laughs> and like plugs his uh, uh, podcast uh, Scanning Me with Steve Scan Lack. Uh, that's all he's doing, right, Steve? Yeah, he yes. shook his head. I, I, I love that film in boise idaho steve even your real life act, talking voice is bad like you're you're a bad human being i'm gonna scan you if you keep talking like that to me brent you know what i just realized that his lips haven't even been moving <laughs> holy <laughs> oh, shit it, it, he's in the nervous system of the podcast did you guys hear that <laughs> he's holy like, shit you man. guys are, uh, now now all our listeners are now hacked 
Yeah. Oh God, they've all Fuck, they've scanned. all been scanned. Hey. But we're not talking scanners. What? Well, I mean, like, if you're being scanned, just listen to all. Keep up with all our podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm commanding you now via yeah. the, via Stephen Lack scanners. <laughs> via Stephen Lack listening. hacking into your yeah. uh, tell everybody you know about this podcast until we're the biggest Fucking podcast on blow planet your Earth. Brains out. Lock the gates, Mark <laughs> Marin, with yourself inside. You son of a bitch. You're done. Get the fuck out You're of here. Over. Done, Mark Marin. Um, but yeah, guys, the thing, it's excellent. Uh, mm. What was I talking about? Oh, historical context. Yeah. Right. Um, so, and it, it's just been a movie that, like, I think even after, like, maybe a month after I first watched it, I saw it again. I, like, went out and bought it because I was like, man, I really enjoyed that. And it's just been one of those movies that, like, has grown on me. Mm. There's, like, something. Like, the ingredients of this movie, everything adds up to something that, like, clicks so much with me. And I'm sure we'll talk about that more. Um, but uh, what about what about you? Like, what's your uh, experience with this movie? Man, I really... I, I have to be honest with you. Honest with you. Like, I don't... I really don't remember the first time, like, I watched this movie. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was probably with you. I wouldn't have... I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Um, but I've... It's always been something... It's strange because usually I can, I'm pretty good in remembering when I've seen a film, but this one kind of just like doesn't. Yeah. It might've been there. with me. Yeah. It's it might've been like a thing where I was like, Hey, the thing's fucking cool. want to watch yeah. it. And like, maybe we watched it or mm. something at some point. I mean, I've always been a fan of like, you know, escape from New York and yeah. John Carpenter stuff. So yeah, it probably just uh, kind of tiptoed in there. And I always remember, and, and it's like, it's not even, I wouldn't even say, because I know that I really enjoyed this film, so it's like it's it's very odd to me that I can't think of the original viewing. Yeah, but um, I will say that I've seen it repeatedly mm-hmm. since then, and it does just keep getting better. It's like it, it keeps. Sure. Um, it's the GIF that keeps on the GIF. I think it's the GIF that keeps the GIF on giving, that right? keeps on. <laughs> The gif that keeps on giving. Yeah, because um, yeah, it, it's like this... I, I love how claustrophobic and how how yeah. simple the rules are, too. Just like with Escape sure. from New York, you know? Yeah. You got... All, all you need to know is that there's a thing that can imitate things, mm-hmm. like just people and animals, and you just got to find out, you know, who it is. That's yeah. it. It's like it's even simpler than Escape from New York in terms of the, the rules, right? Yeah, I yeah, I think I think definitely. I think I think I I wrote this down when I was watching it. Um, I put what makes the thing great isn't the gore, the horror, or the special effects, but it's the paranoia and the unknowing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love absolutely. I love the mystery elements and then the problem solving elements, like watching characters that are intelligent, like do intelligent That's things to what figure I out. Was yeah, yeah, because like the 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 key flaw to most horror films is the yeah the stupidity of its characters, and that's why you get really taken out of any horror film because you're yeah. like, well, you know, no one would do that. But here it's like, sure. oh, like that makes sense that uh, you know how they react to things, like it, it's within reason, and you can put yourself in that situation and say like. 
oh yeah, that would that's how I would react. Yeah. And the mistakes that people made were very like um understanding, you know, because mm-hmm. in in terms of the paranoia that they felt, you know. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it I think it ties back a little bit in interesting ways to the paranoia of like something like scanners, you know, it's like, it's right. like there's something to that time period to like the, um, Oh yeah, definitely cold war, the cold war. Um, yeah. Context for not it. knowing who is who, maybe even the snowy Arctic setting is like maybe mm. another like allusion to that. But, mm. um, I mean, yeah, it definitely has things in common with it. I mean, it came out a year later, 82. So, mm-hmm. well, yeah, was, yeah, I mean, it's like, just like the spies and scanners, it's just like, who's the spy? Yeah. Who's the thing in, mm-hmm. in that sense, you know? Yeah, for It's sure. a red scare, and who's the communist in America? Like, when you're walking around, there could be anyone, you know? For Just sure. having that paranoia. And how that it's not even the communists themselves. It's just, like, what's corrupting the society is just the idea that there could be. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, we're we're ultimately, like, we're our own worst enemy. Like, we we right. just need the threat of something happening and we'll turn on each other like at the flip uh, of a switch, which is, 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 is interesting because like you think that, um, in terms of like other ideas of that nature, kind of like in Watchmen is that you need a external force that unites everybody, mm-hmm. you know, in Watchmen, it was the, you know, the big tentacle monster thing. Yeah. And then, uh, here you have the thing, but instead it separates and divides because yeah, exactly. one of them could be in it. So I, I thought that was a, it's pretty interesting to, to put it in terms of like someone in your, in your tribe mm-hmm. per se is, is the external. Enemy. It's, it's an infection. It's right. like, uh, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe even that's a deeper connection to that, that time period too, is like the infection of communism, like, like right. infecting your neighbors, you know, mm-hmm. it's like something like that. I mean, you um, watch that show, The Americans, right? Is that something? Yeah, like, uh, kind of similar. To yeah, that? for sure. The Americans yeah. is like that's that's what it's all about. But it like follows the the villains, like they are KGB and like yeah, um, yeah. Like you never know who to trust. Like who knows what? Mm. Um, like like I've told you before, like that um, withholding of information from the audience is something that mm. I really like, and um, that's something that that show and actually the thing does really well. It's like because at the beginning you'll think. Um, and we can go through it. Like we can talk about the yeah, yeah, and stuff, sure. but like, I, I love that, um, characters that you think from the beginning, like, I think that guy's definitely one things happen later yeah. and they're not. And you're like, well, fuck who was then? Like right. what, what happened? And it you know, it's interesting. For a loop, yeah. It's like still watching through the movie. I forget who is and who isn't. Right. And it's like, I could have yeah. sworn that Clark, the yeah. dog, the kennel guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was like the thing, but no, he never was. No, he never was. Yeah. yeah. And he's always like very quiet and like, like, like he seems like the type of guy that was like yeah. taken by an alien. Like, right. you know what I mean? But no, that's just how he is as a person. He can only relate to dogs. I think that's who he is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I want to ask you this. So yeah. the very first scene, and we can maybe even get into like some, uh, you know, some shots in this shot, one too. Shot, Cause there are some, shot, shot, some, shot, shot. well, yeah, let's just get into it now. Fuck it. The first scene when, uh, after, you know, the whole, the shit goes down, the Norwegians or, uh, Swedes as McCready likes to call them. I love that little bit that he keeps calling them Swedes. Swedes. He's like, they're Norwegians. Um, after that all goes down, they get the dog 
Um, the Norwegians were like chasing the dog, shooting at it, trying to blow it. I was it up. like, "Oh, little puppers! Don't kill puppers!" Yeah, right. It's, it's like so off-putting from the yeah. get-go because yeah. you're like, "Wait, why? What? What's yeah, happening?" Yeah, it's just a cute dog. Yeah, Leave the cute dog alone, you <laughs> assholes. And then you like you figure out what's happening. Here, you heard here, folks. Norwegians are dog haters. Yep, they like killing dogs. Yeah, for no they're reason. beautiful blonde people and <laughs> dog. Their socialism. Their socialism and atheism. <laughs> Fuck those people. <laughs> They hate dogs. They're a cancer. They're a cancer to us. <laughs> this movie is just about how bad Norwegians are, right? Yeah, for that's, sure. That's what you took away, right? They're, they're um, aliens. Yeah. But, yeah, I was, I was just getting to the first scene when the dog comes into, like, I, I love that shot. It's a really brilliant shot. I think it's a dolly shot where mm-hmm. the dog peeks its head through the door, and then we follow the dog through the hallway. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. It's such a good shot. And then the dog, um, like, it just peeks pans. its head in. Yeah. And we see somebody's um, shadow. Shadow. Yeah. Who do you think that was? Because I have a theory. That was a rocker. No, the weed pot smoker guy, wasn't it? Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, that's what I think, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was pretty much taken I mean, just like, from the beginning. just looks like him. That's all. Yeah, I, because I thought it was um, Bennings, the like Ron Howard looking guy. Oh, God. Yeah. I does, thought it was him at first right, because yeah. there's an interesting line of dialogue mm. uh, when the dog is first with them at dinner. Mm. And he said, Clark, go put get this dog out of here, go put him in the kennel. Mm. And I was like, well, he would want the dog to go assimilate the other dogs. Mm-hmm. And like, I love that the movie makes you paranoid like that. You're like, Oh, who is already yeah, like who's taken already been taken. Yeah. And I don't think he had been yet because they show him get taken later. The Ron Howard guy. Mm. Uh, <laughs> God, he looks like Ron Howard. He, That's look, all I he looks about. like a very like pale Ron Howard. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That, that whole, that dog should win an Academy Award, man. Dude, that's, oh, a, that's good a good ass, boy. Good boy. He's a half. He's half wolf. That that dog was literally half. Oh, wolf. okay. Yeah, half dog, half wolf. Like, that's well, because he's. A, I thought huskies generally were more, but he's legitimately. He's half legitimate. Like he came from a wolf and a dog. Wow, yeah. that's a well trained so, uh, wolf dog, right? Damn, he was a good boy. Good he was boy. so cute. I yeah. love that little dog. Um, yeah, I mean, while we're in shots, like, what mm. other shots? I feel weird putting this at the top, but like we kind of already started talking about it, so fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have any shots right away, man. Putting me on the spot here, Chief. Well, I got another one. Um, it's like, I think my favorite shot of the movie, mm-hmm. um, after all the shit has started going down and they're outside in the snow, they're all wearing their masks, they're all wearing their uh, hoods. Oh, yeah. Everything. And they're just faceless. Mm -hmm. And it's just this, like, panning shot of all of these, like, faceless men. Mm. And it's like, who's who? That originally was an indoor shot. and uh, Really? Yeah. And John Carpenter wanted to uh, reshoot it to get more outdoor shots. I see. I'm so glad because that shot is amazing. It's great, yeah. What I did, um, I didn't notice a a, a lot of not really a particular any particular shot, but more so just the, um, this sounds like a, a cop out, but it's not, no, no. <laughs> it's, uh, there's a lot, the whole, the color palette of the movie was, uh, it was mainly reds, blues, and purples, which I really enjoyed. Okay. You know? Um, yeah. like the, whenever the flare went up, like, uh, you had the very purple hue against the blue backdrop. And I was thinking like, well, what's the point of that other than looking cool? Maybe just like the kind of the mixture of this kind of like blue is a kind of like alien color. Yeah. It's not, it's not very natural, like as a light, yeah. you know, 
And you have mixed mixed in with red, which is you know color of blood per se, and then you yeah, have, like the mixture into purple. So I was thinking that was the whole idea behind uh, uh, the lighting um, for this movie because I love the flare scenes. Every time the flare came out, like it looked so cool. Yeah, for sure. Lighting. I yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm glad that you brought yeah. up the lighting because that's something I caught really early on that I think adds so much to like the atmosphere. Yeah, is how. Like the the contrast, I feel. I don't know shit about like any like filming and. I know all these fucking nerds like, like photo um, stuff. Uh, 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 Adam's pushing up his glasses. Yeah. We're both pushing up our glasses. Uh, <laughs> but I want to say it's like contrast. Like it feels like yeah. this movie has heavy contrast, where like the darks are really dark, but like the yeah. the bright like outside snow scenes are like right. uh, blindingly white. And like I I love yeah I love That's the lighting yeah. And like the way that they frame like some actors' faces, like with just one light on their face and everything mm. else is dark, like it's really great. Like it almost reminds me of like I don't know, like a seventies like political thriller. Sometimes, like the way that the oh, light is yeah, used, I guess it's so. Like yeah. a fucking uh-huh. uh, what's that movie? Um, uh, Denzel just, made like a remake of it. Oh, the Manchurian Candidate. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that. Like uh, like or Brian De Palma. Redford yeah, movie. like Brian De Palma lighting with like mm. really moody. Um, and it's, it's like, I, I can't think of another John Carpenter movie that I think is as well shot as the thing. Oh yeah. You're right. right. Yeah. For because sure. this, this movie isn't campy. Like I, yeah. I don't really think this movie is campy like at all. Like there's, no. there's some stuff that is like gross camp, but like, like retroactively you can call mm. this movie a little campy or mm. like we've mentioned on the last episode, like it's pretty straight. Like bit. it's, it's pretty straight. It's yeah. It's a very like straightforward. Yeah. It's more of like a, like him in Halloween mode, right. you know? Um, but, I, uh, oh man, I just heard like this weird scanning thing in my headphones. I don't know what just happened. Are you serious? I'm totally serious. It's That's kind of creepy. Weird, man. It was like uh, a little static. <laughs> Steve, God damn it. Steven Steve. La- are you fuck are you off. up to no good over there? Um, I didn't scan you, wink. Fuck his lips didn't move again. God Guys, fuck, that's weird. If we legitimately hear a scan sound effect on this episode, yeah. I'm gonna kill myself because that's terrifying. <laughs> like that's gonna legitimately freak me out. I'm I'm totally serious, is what I heard. Like I'm not even kidding. Like it's not even a bit. Like I heard it. That's strange. It's probably man. just some like, you know, some It's probably static. it's probably nothing. It's probably nothing. Yeah, it's probably nothing. <laughs> Your head starts uh, like convulsing. <laughs> yeah, just starts shaking. Adam's nose is bleeding. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, shit, man. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's talk about like let's talk about like the well. Well, actually, what I want to bring yeah, up. Yeah. What's interesting is that this is not as atmospheric per se as I guess. Like I shouldn't say atmosphere. Um, like big wide shots of of the. Uh, area as much as like escape from new york uh but but like there are some beautiful shots of uh you know i think it was in british columbia they filmed like helicopter stuff that makes sense yeah so that that was really cool but yeah yeah it was interesting i mean it's not it's not uh bad per se because the whole film is supposed to be claustrophobic you're supposed to feel like you're in like them like you're closed in with Mm -hmm. them yeah and like the outside is another monster that's you know, heart that, that they're afraid of as well, you know, getting frozen to death. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's, um, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's part of the reason I think why I love this movie so much too, is kind of like, and, f- uh, funny enough, we kind of talked about this in like hateful eight a little bit. Cause like, no, that's we a had to tie that in. Yeah. It's I, like, it's kind of like the, 
claustrophobic nature of it, but also it's like pretty hopeless for them from the get go. The paranoia that you don't know of uh, who to trust anyway. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. Yeah. And like in, I think like maybe near the, near the third act, um, I think it's McCready who says like, we're not getting out of here. Mm. Like they, like they pretty much at one point just like all accept they're going to die and that they just need to get rid of this thing. Mm. Like, I, I, I kind of I just like love how grim that is. Like it's a yeah. really, you know, kind of grim, grim choice to make for your movie. Well, yeah, uh, that's so interesting because it, it's it makes sense that you would love Hateful Eight because you love the thing. Yeah. But why do you love the thing if you don't like cynics, cynical films? Hmm. It's interesting. I, I just think I think it, it's it. Well, it's ge- hateful I guess it's like is genuinely is, cynical. It's because yeah, hateful eight is. Uh, um, I don't think. Hmm. I don't know. Let's try. Wanna, let's wanna, let's like dive into that because like, hateful eight is like cynical of humanity, and the thing is cynical of humanity as well. Mm. It's how the. Uh, how they react to each other and how like not it, it doesn't seem so much cynical. It seems mm-hmm. more that seems like it's just showing how humans are where it feels like hateful eight is making like, okay. yeah, it's making choices to show people being like absolutely vile. Yeah. Um, I, th- I don't know. I think they're different. I, th- I think the well, thing is, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. And also it's not made by, uh, I don't know. I don't want to it, get it it's all. funny. I don't want to get it all that. It, it's funny because like I remember I was watching John Carpenter get interviewed. Yeah. And they were saying how like it's such a cynical movie the thing and whatnot. It's very crim and bleak. And uh so are you a cynical person? You know, asked him like straight up. And he's like I don't know who he's, who told him this, but he's like someone told me uh I'm a uh let's see a uh, short term cynic and a long term optimist or like <laughs> short term pessimist and a long term optimist. Oh, that's cool. I was like, okay. Yeah. That seems like I a very like John Carpenter. I think, uh, you know, I think yeah. it comes down to who made the movies. I think, um, John Carpenter and Tarantino to me have very different like world outlooks. um, and I, don't I think, think that very just, different, but you know, slightly different. Yeah, and, and I think it just shows in in their Escape movies. from New York is just like <clears throat> you know, fuck everybody, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe maybe you're right, and they're more similar than I'm I'm mm. thinking. But it's like I'm sure if they the, feel. I'm sure. Know. Well, I mean, in terms of tone, of course, they're going to be like a little a little different. But I guess in terms of outlook, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I think they're a little sim- more similar than you think. And to uh, piggyback yeah. on this, uh, to put you on the hot seat. Oh hot boy. seat, okay. Brit time. All right, all right. What's this? How do you feel that one of your favorite movies of all time, The Thing, was ruined by one of your favorite directors of all time, <laughs> Steven Spielberg? Oh, man. This e. is how this is getting brought up, huh? Yeah. Um. It bumps me out. It really bums me out because I love both movies. Um, you love E.T.? <clears throat> but I I do. Yeah, I love E.T. Uh, and I think I, I put the blame less on him and more on the landscape, more on 
society where it was at the time. <laughs> because the thing pretty is, pretty cynical and not Spielberg. God guys. damn it, you son of a bitch! <laughs> Turn my own words against me. Uh, Adam just shot a three, and it <laughs> did go in the net. Thanks, um, Stephen. He got yes, he, he, Stephen <laughs> Lack just uh, alley ooped it for him. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it is, man. It's it's cynical of. I guess I am cynical. I'm a cynical person sometimes because I, I think okay. I okay. think uh, I think the you know people who went to movies at the time they you know obviously ET broke box office records. It was insane how uh, much ET made. Seriously, go look it up. It'll probably blow your mind mm-hmm. how much fucking money ET made. Um, it was, I think it was the highest grossing movie of all time for right. a while, um, and. This came out, the thing came out two weeks after it and did terribly. And I actually wanted to um, read a little bit of some of the reviews because oh, that's man. the crazy, dude, that's, that's the crazy so thing crazy. too. They got bad reviews. It got yeah. it got very bad reviews. Um, it's like objectively good. Like this movie is like objectively a good movie. Yeah, like, it is. It's like in terms of like filmmaking in general. Yeah. And, ever in, and the plot and story structure. Special effects, like everything's like, like solid. I don't even know what happened with the critics on this one. Yeah, I, I wanted yeah. to bring up this. Uh, Carpenter said this about um, about the movie. Uh, the movie tanked when it came out. Carpenter admitted in a post screening Q and A at the Cape Town blah 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 in 2013. It was hated, hated by fans. I lost a job. People hated me. They thought I was horrible, violent, and I was. But now here we are 31 years later and here you are filling the theater. So it's like, it <laughs> like so definitely cool. came. Yeah. And I, yeah. I love that. Like people finally came around to it, even though it did like kind of break his heart. Right. But, um, well, I just don't understand like what was so, maybe it was just out of its time. Maybe I, th- how, I think it was, man. That's I th- how mother's going to be by Darren Aronofsky. It probably will be, man. Yeah, I, I think you know what I mean. It's and we we were kind of talking about James Cameron, yeah. how he's the opposite of that. How he can he knows find how to reflect the the zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah how he can find mm. the perfect moment in history and how to tap into that moment. And God damn it, Stephen, stop Jeez. scanning me. Um, scan me again. Uh, like scan Titanic, me, baby. <laughs> scan me real scan good, me, baby. baby. Um, yeah, like Titanic tapped yeah. into the zeitgeist. Avatar tapped into the, the zeitgeist. zeitgeist yeah. The opposite of that happened sometimes. And I think the opposite of that happened with John Carpenter and The Thing, where people mm. were stoked on E.T. They probably had already seen it a couple mm. weeks earlier. Uh, even if not, like there's a reason that movie was so huge, and it's because people mm. wanted to see an optimistic kind of happier message. And this was a very negative movie. Like he even... Um, like shot an alternate ending that was a little more upbeat, but he said, no, I don't want that one. I want to right. stick with the one that's a little more grim. The ending is great. Yeah, the, the, the ending is perfect. And I think the alternate, did you read about that? Yeah. It's like the alternate is uh, Kurt Russell gets rescued and then they give him a blood test Whatever. and he's fine. And it's like... Well, that's so lame. That's boring. <laughs> it's really boring. Yeah, I, I love the ending. get rescued anyway? Like, who fucking... I love the ending. And ending. I guess I guess the who answer... Do you think is the thing at the end? I mean, we'll already get there. Let's let's circle back around to that. All right. Okay. And this is a we'll long-winded way of me answering your initial hot okay, seat sure. question of, I guess I am cynical. I guess I am. I mean, you don't have to be cynical all the time. No, but I, I am sometimes. And I think yeah. that, that it's less it's, on it's Spielberg. E- yeah. And it, it just bums me out that 
it coincided at the same time that they happened Cohen to release cited. Cohen Brothers cited. Um, at the same time. Yeah. Uh, it would have been great if like this was released because I want to say it was released the same weekend or a week or two after it was Blade a, Runner. It was a, it, what? Blade Runner was also... They were all in a time. week span. I think... Yeah. I think uh, um, The Thing came a week after E.T., and then a week after that was another like big movie, so it got just destroyed. Yeah, I mean it got it got um, like that's kind of happening now with like First Man a little bit. It's like kind of getting. <laughs> let's sunk. not jump to conclusions. Okay, on yeah, First let's Man. forget I said that. Um, but <laughs> oh, Venom's a good movie. I'm, I'm trying to. Th- God damn it! I'm trying to think of like an equivalent to like uh, a movie just being out of sync with the community at the time. Right. Like that. That's what this movie was. Also, like I say, like Mother is pretty like out of sync. I guess. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. One that's seemed to that's be probably really, true. Really, it got very mixed reviews, but it's like, oh no, it got it got really good reviews, but the yeah. audience didn't really uh, connect with it. Connect yeah. with it. It, um, yeah, no. I mean, going back to talking about the reviews of the thing, I, I, I thought I had saved some, but it's basically people called it like vulgar, gross, yeah. um, boring. Like mm-hmm. they called it like just just really vile stuff. So like weird. they called it like vile and crude. I don't even like know, like how that happened. Yeah. See, I, I think another thing would be also just John Carpenter in general. I mean, Big Trouble in Little China probably he that didn't make any money. I don't think. No, and we we handed out this in the people. Escape from New yeah. York that like he had a rough eighties. Like he rough eighties. Even though I think that's one of his best decades. Well, it, it is, and that's what's funny it's is best that decade, I should say he's he's like guy who's just out of step with things. But like mm-hmm. he was making shit, but he was like tapped into something that like right. maybe we all didn't realize yet or something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah, so. so like, what director do you think nowadays is kind of like that? God, I mean, well, you said mother, like maybe an Aron- Aronofsky a little bit. Um, yeah, maybe. So Aronofsky. yeah, who who's making uh, stuff that people that's good? Like, I guess that's good, but people aren't quite. So, dude, Rifen's gonna be that motherfucker, dude. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I can like, see that. Remember how you didn't like only God forgives, and you know that's true. Yeah, right. I'd, I'd I give Rifen that. Rife in that. Um, Although, I mean, because he, he's kind of like, you know, like his Halloween was Drive, and then like... Yeah. I think Neon yeah. Demon's his uh, Prince of Darkness, if you ask me. Woo! Well, you really didn't like Neon Demon. <laughs> it's fine. Just like Prince of Darkness is fine. Okay. Slash bad. But, well, I'll uh, defend that movie, but this is not the Neon Demon <laughs> right, episode. Go back, go back to listen to that one, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, go but uh, is, that, is that the... Do, do you have like a list? Tell me you don't have like a list of questions for me. Oh, no. That was that was my main like gotcha moment, I <laughs> oh, think. Oh, okay. well, you got me, dog. You got me good. I gotcha real got fucking good. good. Yeah. Um, let's just go way back. Let's go way, way, let's go way back. Roll oh. that tape. Or let's slow it way down. Like, this is a Hateful Eight episode already. Yeah. Slow it way down. <laughs> is that a thing that happens in that movie? Yeah, that's what um, Samuel Jackson says. Everybody oh. slow it way down. He's okay. like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Bu- the bullets out of the, the gun. So, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I really liked the uh, introduction to Kurt Russell's um, character where he's playing chess. That scene's great. I love that. Yeah. I love, he's like, oh, it looks like you're screwing up or whatever, yeah. whatever he says. And then, uh, the computer ends up winning <laughs> and he, he shoves his, uh, whiskey down the, uh, the fucking, uh, opening the, panel of it. The, yeah. Down the computer. The cheating bitch. And, yeah. Cheating bitch. 
So that is a microcosm for what happens in the entire movie because it shows that Kurt Russell's character, McCready, is a tactician. Like he's very he's very logical and knows like how to be tactical. Yeah. So that's already one point. Mm-hmm. And he ends up still losing, which he does to the thing. <laughs> and then he decides, well, I'm just going to destroy the whole motherfucking thing because God damn, dude. How yeah. did I not, how did I not ever pick like, piece <laughs> like that together? That one little scene is just like, the, is literally what, what the whole movie is about. That's true. Yeah. Because yeah. he's like, fuck the rules at the end. We're just going <laughs> to fuck, fuck doing I'm the gonna, blood I'm test. I'm going to dump my scotch yeah. into this fucking computer. I'm just going to blow it up because yeah. I fucking lost. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a fucking great yeah. character introduction. I love I, that. I, I love I love too yeah. that he's not. He's like not. Nobody's a main character yeah. for a while. It's ensemble. It's yeah. It's ensemble. definitely like a big ensemble it's movie. Good PTA ensemble movie. A little PTA ensemble movie. Mm-hmm. He 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 takes a leadership role, but that's like an hour hour ten minutes in. Yeah, for sure. And like in. Uh, there are so many fucking characters, but like it does a pretty decent job of like giving them like juggling them. Pretty, yeah, I mean, there's a couple that you forget about. Like I always forget about Fuchs and like, uh, who is that? Huh? Fuchs. I'm even having a hard time like saying what he did. He I was know, like, I, I know the name. I just don't even know <clears throat> what he. He was the guy. Oh man, I know they killed him outside. He died outside somehow. <laughs> I watched out to my boy Windows. Yeah, dude, Windows, Windows is dope. Uh, Windows, like, Nulls. I was Nulls watching cool. an interview of, like, Windows. Oh, yeah. With the actor. Or, no, no, how, like, everyone is, like, making fun of, or, no, one of the actors, who's the rocked out guy, I guess, no, the blunt, the blunt guy? Uh, pa- pa- Parson? Parson, I guess. It's something like that. Yeah. Fuck. Wh- whatever, but, like, he was saying how, like, he thought it was super, like, the, the guy who played Windows... Um, oh man, I heard the scanner thing again. It's weird. Don't say that. I'm not even kidding. Lack, shut it down, man. Stop <laughs> shut doing it that. down. Anyways, um, he was saying how like um, that the guy who played Windows was just like went up to John Carpenter and said, "I want you to, I want my I want my character to be called Windows." <laughs> and then John Carpenter just like. All right, he everybody wants to call him Windows, so <laughs> everyone started calling him Windows. That's fucking great, dude. <laughs> that feels the, like such an '80s movie thing. Like that happens is, in an Arnold I think he's movie. He's like a Juilliard like graduate or something. That's like, fucking crazy. So, yeah, like he's like he's classically trained and whatever. That's funny, man. And like he and the guy who played the blunt guy, rocker guy, he's yeah, like, yeah. I fucking hate that guy. Like it's super pretentious. And like, like why would you want everyone to start calling you windows? Like why does John Carpenter like want you to want everyone to like go with it? And he's just like super mad about it. That's fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn windows, dude. Uh, then you get, you got uh cool. I, I always liked uh null Nulls, right? Nulls, the cook. The black guy who listens to oh, music. Oh, the roller skating guy? Roller yeah. skating guy. Yeah, that, guy that guy was always cool as hell because, like, uh, nerdy Ron Howard guys, like, I haven't slept at all. Turn that music down. And he does that cool-ass move yeah. where he, like, fakes turning it down and, like, mm-hmm. throws his hand up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this guy, I like this guy. He I like cool Child just because of how intense that, that Dude, guy is. Child's rules, man. Yeah, yeah Child's is fucking great. Uh, mm-hmm. The he's great, great Keith like, David. He's a great, like, antagonist to... Um, yeah, Kurt Russell's protagonist. I like their little 
little, there's they're, scuffles. You yeah, know? they're like back and forth, sir. Yeah. Are really good. Yeah, dude, that guy. He, I saw an interview of him recently. He's very handsome, old old guy. Yeah, he's dude, a very Keith, handsome Keith man. David's like still. He's still doing a lot of stuff, man. He has he's, a, was he like on an insurance commercial? <clears throat> like his voice is so like. Allstate or some shit. He, uh, not the Allstate guy, <laughs> but so, he's. I'm sure he is. Like a, yeah, like it's some insurance. Like he, he was on commercial. the sixth season of Community, uh-huh. and he plays the president in Rick and Morty. Like, oh really? Yeah, yeah. and like he's he, got a great voice. He's in Mass Effect. Yeah. Oh, that might be it. Anderson, yeah. right? Yeah, he's Anderson. So that that's like a big thing that he's from that you and I, I know. Him that's from. probably where I heard him from. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, that probably is actually mm. his uh, his voice. I just is think he's particular. like he sells insurance. That's what he sounds. Like. <laughs> he's got he's got he's got. I'd buy insurance from. Hey, hey, hey! Let's get Ironside and that guy. Oh, let's that'd be hook good. him up. Let's yeah. let's make make them do something let's together. Bucket list two. <laughs> Michael Ironside, Keith David, David. make it make happen. Make it happen. Hashtag Anderson and Splinter Cell. Hashtag. How do you know? Bucket list to hashtag Keith David, hashtag Michael Ironside. Let's get that going, guys. Going. It's a little wordy, but come on. They're, let's get they're, that they're trending. Not, you know, they're not getting any younger. They're not. Let's, they're perfect age for happen. like a bucket list movie. <laughs> See, that's a bucket, bucket list Three is there a second one? I'm gonna assume that there no. is. I'm gonna, well, they, they, I'm gonna assume that there's already a bucket list two sequel. Well, out it there. can't. It can't have. It's um, gonna be a bucket list. Three. Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yeah, because they're they, dead. They died. Yeah, it's bucket list. Yeah, bye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't two. make a sequel to Bucket List. Yeah, you can't just get it. Just we got fresh. us. We're still alive. <laughs> we're still alive. Well, no, you can't make a sequel because no, Morgan Freeman like, got me like, too. Uh, <laughs> So no, it's like High School Musical. You just go with the next class, the next batch, the next oh, batch of old people. Yeah, like maybe they only did Nicholson's list, and then now they're going to do Morgan Freeman's. And it's like no, my bucket list is Michael just Ironside. apologizing to all the women that I inappropriately touched over the years with no Kevin Spacey, and then he's just all <clears> oh, the, he's going to be in that one. Oof. Boy, that's his comeback vehicle. <laughs> Hashtag bucket list two. Hashtag Kevin Spacey. Um, no, and then Michael Ironside crushes his head at the end. Oh, that'd be sick. That'd be pretty good, right? I'd watch that. I'd watch Michael Ironside crush Kevin Spacey's head. Yeah. With his mind. Yeah. Oh. Scanners to Kevin's. Okay. No, Steven, you can't be in the bucket list, <laughs> You're too. You're not in the bucket list, too, Steven. <clears throat> I want to be in it. bucket list, too. Steven, stop. Stop. No. Steven... Okay. You're done. You're done. All right. Anyways, guys, yeah. sorry for... I don't even know why we don't, like, kick that guy out of here. Yeah. Steven, just leave. Just leave. Oh, he's putting his head down yeah. on the table. He's, he, he's, he's, like, crying, and he's not even... Yeah. He doesn't even want to talk. He doesn't even, he doesn't even feel like scanning. He can't yeah. get it up. He's not even scanning right now. He can't. He's not even communicating uh, <laughs> mentally. He's just taking it, taking it That's easy. right, Steve. Anyways, let's get back to the the matter at hand. I want to mention something real quick. Mm. I'm coming to the realization that all of my favorite movies open with a shot of outer space. You fucking loser. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, like, name them. Name them out. What are they? Um, I mean, you know, Star Wars movies, obviously. Um, some of my favorite. Pretty funny if a Star Wars movie didn't start in space. I no, they all have. Yeah, that's so fucking lame. That's what uh, Ruin Johnson should have done to subvert <laughs> expectations. Yeah, just open up with like a pair of boots. Yeah, that'd be fun. And then um, he calls it Star Wars planet battles instead just to yeah, subvert as just a you know the title's actually not star wars it's planet battles it's planet battles guys uh get used to it no spaceships in this one <laughs> sorry. sorry no lightsabers it's just regular swords it's uh <laughs> laser so he has he has luke say laser swords in the movie Is i think he? just to piss people off oh my um, i don't even remember that well because you're not a big nerd i don't get they call them laser swords and other shit who gives a shit um uh <laughs> predator also opens up with a shot of space uh, another one of my faves. Love that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I know, I know. There's like one more because it's like it's a thing. It's like it's a thing. Like you sh- open up with space, and then I think like Fargo a ship. started off in space too. <laughs> oh, make- we're in space now, Marge. <laughs> Gotta get that true code on your spaceship, there, Marge. <laughs> um, God damn it! I actually think. I'm not going to get into the fucking Fargo TV show, but um, no, I just, it was just a I thing just I thought I don't even of. know where that would go. Well, season two has aliens in it. And well, so I think there's well, like a, a, you know, a scene that opens with, we'll, we'll, we'll end it. That yeah. we'll, we'll cap that conversation. Let's just shut it down there. Shut it down. Cause yeah. we're doing the, <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Steve. Fucking Steve. God, he comes back with a fucking, oh, just See, choked me. The, the thing about about Steve now with his <coughs> scanning is that he, like, he does harmless things that are annoying. He doesn't, like, just commit to the kill. He just, yeah. just kind of, like, He didn't makes make my cough. nose bleed. He just made me choke on yeah. just nothing. Like, I would rather him just kill me instead of, like, fucking do this, like, nuisance yeah, stuff. Yeah, quit, quit bitching around, Steve. Just <laughs> like, he adds Shit static. or get off the pot. Like, yeah. Just, just like, commit bitch. to it. Yeah loser all right but the thing the thing <laughs> so i was watching um annihilation with my mother the other night oh yeah you told yeah. me about that yeah and uh she was like oh this movie's like the thing i was like what the hell mm. my mom has seen the thing she was, she was <laughs> that's like, what you're most no that was about, yeah. that was mainly she's yeah. like yeah i used to watch scary movies and stuff i thought it was super cute like, that's cool yeah it's but like, who um, are you mom yeah that's cool i mean like She's one of the few people that probably saw it in theaters, like fucking... She saw it in theaters. I don't know if she saw it in theaters, but she oh, okay. saw it. Yeah, yeah. So Maybe. it's like, I mean, to her, like that movie, she probably saw it when it was new, so... That's true, yeah. You know, so she was actually one of the few people that actually ended up watching this film when it was out. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, good for you, Mom, for actually watching a good movie. She probably saw E.T. too, anyway, but... <laughs> she probably yeah. loved E.T. because it's probably, great. Probably did. But yeah, how Annihilation is like. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure um, good old Alex Garland took some took some uh, influence from the thing. You know. Yeah, you know what? Because um, I, I think I, I think you texted that before I watched it again, and mm. there are definitely some. Uh, I mean, that whole creepy bear, like nightmare bear. I think people have coined the term. Oh man! Yeah. That's definitely a yeah. thing influence, I feel like. Mm-hmm. How it's just this amalgamation that, well, of Well, all shit. the body horror. Yeah, just in um, too. Yeah, in yeah. Annihilation, you know? Yeah. And the whole, like, paranoia of, like, who, um, you know, the paranoia between all the, the women in the yeah. squad, you know? For sure. Um, 
just all that interaction. It, it's definitely uh, it's cool to just kind of see that uh, that influence with Annihilation. You know, yeah, I, I can definitely see the influence there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like Annihilation is just like a little more like art housey, whereas like the thing is, uh, yeah, for sure, yeah, you know, kind of a little more straightforward. But mm-hmm. um, well, I mean, Annihilation, <laughs> you know, you're gonna you're gonna have a a few repeat viewings before you totally get that movie because yeah. i was like explaining everything to my mom during the film oh so. man yeah but you know she she it made her really like it though because mm-hmm. i explained it so i mean uh i mean i guess there is some merit in uh explaining stuff during when it's happening you know yeah for sure sometimes, sometimes it just depends gotta, it just depends gotta help yeah. people along with uh, yeah because i don't think my mom i mean bless her heart i don't think she would have figured it out you know the first time she watched it i've done that with my mom i've done yeah. that with my mom and like comedies and stuff like explaining jokes like like bo bo burnham uh we watched i don't know why we watched it with my mom yeah. but we watched it with my mom and uh like i like at the end once it finished she was like that was interesting. And like that, that was her answer, main takeaway yeah. where I like expected some yeah. big profound thing for my mom to go through. And, mm-hmm. and then I was kind of like explaining like some of the, you know, jokes in the movie, but, um, yeah. It's like how my mom texted me like, what, what is, uh, what's this word woke mean? Oh, oh my God. Cute. It's cute. <laughs> uh-huh. Hashtag adorable moms. Uh, tweet your adorable moms. I want to watch that sitcom. Adorable yeah. moms. That'd be, that'd, that'd be, be fun. Nice, we, we need a nice, sincere, nice mom movie. We got, and their names in the show is like Brent's mom and then Adam's mom. Yeah. Like they don't, they're, they don't have, they don't have <laughs> identities. Their, their identity is based on who their children are. <laughs> Oh, Adam's mom. Hey. hey. Like, that's how they greet oh, each other. Oh, Brent's mom. I can't believe you made it. <laughs> I think our moms would get along. I'm pretty sure they would. Yeah, they sound, they, they, they seem, they, my yeah. mom gets along with everybody. Though. Yeah, I can oh. see that. Your mom's very yeah. nice. Same with your mom. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> the mom cast. Working through our mom. <laughs> like, we have what, every, every episode's like a different mom. As a guest, no, we just talk. We just talk oh, about we talk about a different mom in every episode in the ex in the extract. Just somebody's, yeah. somebody's mom, and then we move on to like John's mom. And, okay, know, let's do just it. Keep, just keep moving on. <laughs> just keep moving on. But yeah, so um, the blood storage scene, yeah, <laughs> the dude, thing was uh, was on point. I love that. Um, that scene's that scene I is so scene. tense. Um, the storage one, though, prior to the blood testing one, uh, you know, when they were okay. uh, when they are like, oh, we can compare the blood with uh, the blood that we have. Uh, oh, in the yeah. Storage unit. And then it's it's somebody uh, like ruined all of someone the ruined blood. it. Yeah. And then everyone started like uh, accusing. Well, who would have had the key? Like, yeah. I, I don't know the exact dialogue, but I just remember that being like a very like. Um, tense scene and how everyone reacted wasn't like out of step of how you would naturally react to that whole situation. Yeah, for sure. You know? And I, I love too that it um, <clears throat> that it like focuses it, it they're like the performances certain characters are giving mm-hmm. are like intentionally like quiet or subdued like they're hiding some, something. Yeah, there's some observers there who are not interacting yeah. with like the, Clark like for like like we talked about like the whole movie almost especially that scene 
like he comes across as like this guy's hiding something for right. sure. Um, then obviously you find out that he that he's not. But um, yeah, that scene, I that scene's really great, and obviously the the blood test scene too. But like, what I'm gonna bring it up again. I think I've brought up uh, the monsters are due on Maple Street. Have you seen that? Like no. Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. It's like it's uh, basically the premise is that all of the power goes out on like this block or like in this city. And it's basically it's like take place takes place in the 50s, like all Twilight Zone episodes do, obviously. Uh, everybody wa- runs out into the street. And by the end of the episode, people are like like aiming guns at each other. Like people have just turned against each uh, other uh. Um, be- because like. Yeah, and then and then like a kid's like, uh, I saw I saw the shady looking man, and he looked like that guy, and it's like they just turn against each other automatically, and it's like that that's something that I think the thing really taps into also is that that paranoia that like uh, right. turning on uh, turning on your neighbors, you mm. know, when there's danger. So when there's danger, when there's danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> God, does anybody even understand that reference anymore? Well, they made a new show that's bad, apparently. Oh, on Netflix. God. Yeah. Lost in Space. R.I.P. Alan Rickman. Well, I was going to say uh, Matt LeBlanc's career. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Matt LeBlanc, that's a name you haven't heard. But Ooh. Joey, though. That's true. We all remember the show, Joey. <laughs> Remember that because because we wanted only Joey. We yeah, didn't want, just him. We didn't want to balance his character out. Because if like, we look at all of the cast of Friends, Joey's definitely the one to give a standalone to, right? Yeah, because he's the funniest one. Yeah, he's he's a dumb, lovable you know, the idiot, dumb creep. Yeah, let's give him a show. Yeah, didn't he like rape people or something? I think there's some pride problematic stuff now i'll have to run that by amy she's my my (laughs) go-to friends friends expert she's watched it through like eight times at this point my mom's also (laughs) like a huge friend it's pretty funny it's a pretty funny show yeah it is it's a funny show hashtag friends good or hashtag friends bad get at us guys (laughs) matt leblanc i hope you're doing all right man at least you're not bothering us like steven lack over there yeah that's true. I'll give him that. He's a better. He was a better actor in Lost in Space than all fucking Lack was in Scanners. I'll say that for goddamn sure. So I want to talk about Blair. Yeah, because uh, Wilford Brimley, right? Yeah, yeah. Blair. Because uh, I love, I love how um, I love his acting in this. Yeah, it's so funny. He is really great. Yeah, it's, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. How <laughs> he says it is so funny. I can't emulate it. Yeah, I'll he has some you. great. He has some great dialogue. There's nothing wrong with me. I ain't gonna hurt nobody. Yeah, as there's a noose like right next to him. Dude, that scene is great when they co- when they go back out to him yeah. to check on him, and he's like, "I'm feeling a lot better now. I'm not gonna hurt anybody." Yeah. And he's like very logical and practical. I want to ask you this though. Yeah. What, when, when yeah, when did he? Turn yeah, to the when did he get the thing thing? I don't know, man. Don't and know. that's another, I think, testament to this movie is that like you can't quite track when things happened. When you know what I mean? Like when yeah, certain when characters the were taken. Thing happened. Yeah. Like I think we're pretty much on the money with a uh, cool jacket weed guy getting assimilated first. I think that was him. And for like the whole movie we saw him, he was the alien. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, as far as Blair, I'm not really sure, honestly. 
Because he could have... It could have been most of the fucking movie, as yeah. far as we know. Well, I think it just happened when he was put into the storage area. Okay. And it might have just buried under, burrowed underneath the... Uh, the shack and got to him. Yeah. Cause then it started like making the little, little alien, little cute little spaceship. Yeah. That's you know? right. That's what <laughs> yeah, I that little cute little. Cause helicopter. when he started acting calm, I think that's, that's when you know he turned over to the thing. Yeah. Cause he acted out of step than he usually was. You know, I want to talk know? about that for a second. I think it's a brilliant move for the alien to not have like a tell. Right. You know what I mean by that? Like, like to not have, an obvious like, oh, it's the alien. Like, well, I think that's a pretty brilliant well, move. Well, his to- tell is that the alien is his tell is usually when it's like that monotone voice, but it's off. It's a uh, it's thrown off because of how Clark acts. You know, like he acts like that, so it throws you off. As is that? Like, are you sure though? Like, does because the weed guy was still like, oh yeah, I his character. So. Yeah, I guess like, so. Like it, it. I feel like that's when it true. assimilates, it like takes the yeah, mind of true. the person. Yeah. And that's, I think that's so brilliant uh, of a choice to make that like when it takes over, like it takes over. It's like we're in some like invasion mm. of the body snatcher shit pretty much. Um, but I, I kind of love that they just kind of keep stumbling into the well, middle that, of yeah. the act and they're like, ah oh, shit. He's like half alien, half yeah, uh, fucking, fucking Bennings or whatever. Like when uh, Ron Howard starts getting taken That's over. So, yeah. We talked about the scene, but it's so cool. Like his yeah. the claws, like the reveal of the claws. Yeah. And it's like mouth and opens like, and he screams. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this movie's mm. God damn it. This movie's good. Well with, uh, at least with Blair mm-hmm. on that scene, I think he acted, the tell was just because he wanted to come back in. I mean, yeah. like, what, why else would, like, Blair wanted to do, would want to do that, except if he was, like, infected, right? Mm-hmm. And he wanted to get more peeps, more peeps. Yeah. See, that that's something I was trying to keep in mind, too, is, like, the assimilated ones are going to be trying to, like get in positions to like take over one person at a time. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be in a big group. And throughout the movie, like uh, McCready keeps like getting people, like separating people to go do certain tasks. Right. And it's hard. They make it hard to track. Like you can't really track who, who is what at, at any given point too much. Mm-hmm. Um, until like the blood tests. Yeah. We talk about that blood test. That's scene. the, uh, that's the climax of the film. I think. Yeah, for you sure. Know? I think so. Because everything like kind of led up to that, that point, you mm-hmm. know, the, uh, where, um, well, the, prior to that, McCready was actually like, um, he, the, yeah. uh, roller skating guy yeah, made the claim that McCready was, was, uh, was infected. Yeah. Cause they found his torn clothes. Right. And right. I actually forgot about that, um, mm-hmm. until seeing it again this time and that, uh, that like, he's really under the gun and right. that they're like, like, pretty much all convinced that it's him. They're like, they're like going to kill him until he gets the leverage of the fucking yeah. dynamite. And he's like, nah, nah, nah. I'm going to like, he's, we're going to prove he's it. doing the thing that he did with the scotch and the computer. He's like, I'm going to yep. blow everything up. If you're yeah. going to make me lose. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's great. Um, and, uh, they come to find out that other guy turns oh, that's into such a great scene with that the whole CPR dude. Oh the, my uh, God. Later. You know, they did that is they got a double amputee, um, and what? they built like fake arms filled with like juices and nasty shit. 
and he put his you arms. Mean that guy was actually a double amputee. Not the actor. Oh. They, the arms, like the uh-huh. the arms are they. Well, he didn't have arms because he's a double amputee. Yeah. But the um the the actor in that scene mm-hmm. when the arms go in the chest cavity, which is like maybe that's so that's so fucking oh, gross. Oh man, yeah. And then the chest cavity closes on his arms, and then it like rips. Boy, him off. wouldn't that be traumatic as a double? Right. MPT? I would think. I was thinking about that too. I was like, boy, that's kind of. Fucked up to put him through a similar thing again. Like, <laughs> who knows? Uh, maybe he was just like, it was just some weird, like, maybe he was bored with that arms or something. No, I read, and it's like a, an industrial accident. Ooh. So it's like, it's like, oh, get to live through uh, this trauma this again. again. Yeah, well, that what is a kind good of sport. Up. Yeah, it's a good so sport. I hope they, I hope they paid him a, a shit ton of money. Well, no, probably not. But yeah, what a good sport, <laughs> champ. Thanks for being part of one. Yeah, you're you're part of one of the most grotesque scenes in like cinema yeah, history. And it's amazing. That scene's amazing. It's yeah, it's great. And then it uh, let's see. So it eats his arms off. The doctor, mm. he like falls down pretty much dead. Like that kills him. Mm. He's in a body bag in the next scene. So uh, and then the thing like shows its face. Oh, the guy's head so falls and off, and like the sounds, dude. The fucking sound mix. It's like somebody's crunching up like lettuce sticks yeah. or something. It's so nasty. Um, That's probably yeah. what they use. Is lettuce. Sticks. Probably. I yeah. was watching. Uh, Ellen showed me, like, shared me, like, uh, the sound thing for how they made sounds for a quiet place, and like the gross, oh. like, monster scenes. He was literally like, gr- like, grinding like lettuce or, yeah, he was just <laughs> to make the crunchy. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I'd imagine yeah. they just used a lot of produce for that shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you saw like the, the, the green blood and like pop bubbles, like yeah. popping out of it's his amazing, like neck. dude. The fucking, it's so uh, sick. Yeah. I, I wanted to read this too about the guy who did the, um, practical effects. Uh, cause it really like struck me as, um, yeah. So this is, uh, this is about the. Um, special effects like coordinator pretty much the making of the thing was by all accounts a physically grueling process especially for Rob Botton by the end of the film Botton succumbed to exhaustion and had to be hospitalized Jesus Christ he also had double pneumonia and a bleeding ulcer so in order to finish the laundry list of creature effects the film needed Botton enlisted the help of Stan Winston uh, to complete what turned out to be one of the film's most stunning and earliest scene effects which parts was that? I think that was the dog. That was um, the dog's like transformation scene. The dog transfer. That's fucking crazy. dude. Yeah, that was super fucking gross too. Yeah. And I, I love how much attention they paid to the detail of like, like it's not just dogs and humans here. Like this is like a bunch of other alien creatures. It's amalgam of things. yeah. It's just yeah. it's uh, just a whole bunch of shit in this yeah. one creature, like trying to assimilate into one. Mm. Um, cause like you'll see on the dog scene, you'll see like a fucking eye. Like, did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's gross. so it's gross. Yeah, and like the wiry tentacles, like yeah. they went to some tentacle, like alien planet. Yeah. I love that. It's like, it's like, it's so creative. It's again, great. it's like, uh, it's like, I think I brought this up on escape from New York. It's like world building by production design, like mm-hmm. letting the actual design of the movie, like, build out the world as opposed bit. to explaining well they can't they hail <clears throat> from planet xenu yeah exactly yeah, like, you know this which way. this movie like generally avoids and i, I like there's all the early discovery bit, there's a little bit of explanation but yeah you know yeah. it's nothing distracting for yeah. sure and I, and i like the early on stuff because it has that sense of like 
kind of the awe and like mystery of it where yeah. like they find the ship and they see like the ice chunk cut out. And Oh, I, I love that scene when they go investigate the Norwegian, the Swedish, the yeah. Swedish, uh, yeah, the Swedes, <laughs> the Swedes camp. Yeah. And you see like how that guy killed himself with, uh, with the, uh, shaving. Oh um, yeah. 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 The guy, um, razor blade. Yeah. Like and it's he, all frozen. The blood's like yeah, dripping, but frozen. That was so cool. Yeah. That's an amazing, amazing effect. Uh, did you see the prequel movie that they made? <clears throat> so, Oh, it's got is that girl the new one? Yeah. I think Mary 2011 Winstead? Mary Elizabeth Winstead is oh, in it. God, please. And I, podcast. I remember Shout out to Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. Come on down. Great. Come on down. You're the best. Well, we'll get rid of Steven lack. All right. And we'll, we'll have a Mary Elizabeth Winstead. In fact, here. Steven, you could scan your way to her brain right now. And hey, uh, Steve, you want to go ahead and get Mary Elizabeth Winstead on the podcast? Uh, <laughs> that'd be great though. Honestly. Thanks, um, Steve. but yeah, the thing is, because I loved this movie at the time, and yeah. I went in very skeptical. And I remember not, I didn't hate it, but it was like, it was nothing. It was like a nothing, a nothing movie. movie. I remember. Was it, was it the Norwegians? It, that's what something? it was. Yeah, and then they had I like see. some Americans there because it's for an American audience. Oh, yeah. It, it was like a weird like 50-50, or they might have even had more Americans. And I was kind of mad. I'm Norway. <laughs> I, hello, Mary Elizabeth. Instead, <laughs> it had it had her and it had uh, Mr. Echo from Lost. Hello, Mr. Echo from Lost. And I remember him being cool. But they, what also made me mad about that is that they uh, did everything practical. They did like uh, like the thing, That's like the original. Cool. Yeah. And then the studio got um, cold feet, and they made them just CG over everything. What? And it are, there were some that some effects that looked bad, like actively really oh, bad. Oh man. And I was like, didn't why the that movie fuck would bomb? they do that? Huh? Didn't that movie bomb? They didn't do good, yeah. And it was yeah. I, I can't even That's remember anything bad. about it. So it's That's obviously nothing. Like way yeah. to stick it like like make Carpenter get re traumatized. I know, right? It's like making a Yeah, let's put it. another thing out and yeah. it's also a dud. Like and like take something that he loved and then yeah, everyone's starting to love it again it. and then like remake it and then like make yeah. it shitty. Maybe, I hope he got a paycheck at least. I think he did, yeah. yeah. You know you know him, man. It's like that's why he kind of agrees to do stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, write me a check, man. We're good. Like just pay for my MBAs and ba- and yeah. video games. <laughs> and my vi- and my video games. My yeah. video games. <laughs> That's too bad because I wanted to see that when it came out, but then I heard it was not I don't, maybe so good. maybe I'll revisit it. I just I just don't know. I why think it, it's probably like a thirty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something. It's not. It's not. You know. Okay. You know what annoyed me about it? Mm-hmm. It's just a monster movie. The the it's not really. About it didn't learn any lessons from the first one. Like it's it took just all a monster the, movie. Like the uh, top layers. Yeah. Of the movie. Yeah. They just skim those off, and it's just like mm-hmm. gory murders and stuff it's like eh. well at least make it fun if you're gonna do that you know yeah it was it i don't remember any of it so obviously but mary elizabeth winston's yeah. in it can make any project great almost mary elizabeth uh, make mary elizabeth winstead great again great again yes i don't know um it's not gonna work out i gotta tell you like right now it's not yeah whatever you're gonna do is not gonna work out <laughs> Just, just, just stop. Just stop while you are ahead. Speaking of being ahead, 
ahead was in that scene that we were talking about, which was yeah, fucking dude, cool. Yeah, talking Spiderhead? Yeah, Spiderhead. Yeah. Also, it looked like uh, I just, I was always, a, a lot of the times, whenever I watch these type of films, yeah. I always think, like, how would I do that? How I just don't know how... how uh, yeah. Because I know, like, with at least, like, the blood or, like, the tentacles and stuff, yeah. like, you just do reverse shots. Like, you just, like, you pull on. You already have it wrapped up, and then you... You know, you wrap it around the dog, and then you pull oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just reverse the shot. Same with the blood when it tri- and when it, when it, you know, you get a vacuum or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or you just reverse it, reverse the shot. Mm-hmm. That one with like the tentacles, like just popping out and shit. I'm like, what yeah, the? Yeah, dude. F-? I don't even know. Or I the, can't even the begin to insect legs. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even begin to imagine. It's like, <clears throat> and also like the. You mentioned the blood. Like, this is one of the fucking, like, slimiest movies I've ever seen. It's so fucking slimy, moist. dude. Moist. Yeah, it's moist. Like, they find the, like, yeah. when they first bring the creature yeah. back and unwrap it, mm-hmm. and, like, the fucking, like, fog or smoke or whatever it is, like, comes oh, out. Oh, it's so gross. And it's so grimy and, like, slimy yeah. and, like, oh, like, dude, you think, it, like, it's nasty. It was, like, it was, like, like half cooked or something, you know? Yeah, I mean? exactly. It and like, it probably was, right? Because they tried to, uh, burn, burn it, it or probably. I think they tried to burn it, but like it did. just gives it, but it's not completely burns. So that's what gives it kind of like this gross kind of feel to it because it's not fully cooked or something, yeah, know? exactly. Just something on a visceral level about it is kind of like, ugh. yeah, it's that it's that mixture of like latex and water. That gives it just that grimy, like, yeah, gross slime. It's punk, a choice, man. Whoever made slime that choice, punk feel Pretty slime punk dude i don't know whoever made the choice of like i just want everything in the movie to be slimy and fucking gross mm-hmm. it's like props to you dude you nailed it like this movie is slimy and gross as hell i want more slimy and gross as hell movies we do need yeah you know? we need a return last, to that what was the last movie that was slimy and gross recently you know i mean we mentioned upgrade already maybe upgrade is kind of slimy a little, a little, a little slimy, slimy gross. a little gross yeah I can't think of any. It's been a long time. Slime Punk's dead. Slime Punk, rip. 2018 to 2018. <laughs> <laughs> that definition. Gone yeah. too early. Gone too Well, we're going to keep coming back to Slime Punk. If you remember from our first episode, Escape from New York, mm-hmm. you know, that whole There are definitely going to be some more Slime Punk movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, think of The Fly. No Speaking fun. of slimy movies, oh boy, The Fly is a very slimy movie. So uh, that Nickelodeon slime, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a Nickelodeon Pictures movie. It's actually their first what? one. Are you serious? Um, yeah, the it's fly? the first one that they actually wanted to uh, wanted to do, and um, it actually has like the green goo in it and everything. Mm. Yeah, no, that's not true at all. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> well, I can imagine like some '90s like the Fly cartoon like. Oh God! <laughs> With Jeff Goldblum, like yeah, voicing. like like uh, like yeah. that Godzilla show. You remember oh, God. that Godzilla that, show dude. on uh, ABC Family? I remember. Or whatever I fuck. loved Godzilla when it was a kid. Godzilla dude. ruled, dude. The Jackie As Chan a- Adventures Jackie. also ruled. I am not actually Jackie Chan, but <laughs> dude. As a kid, I was always like, is that Jackie Chan or not? Like, I want to know. This. I want to know if that's Jackie Chan. Chan. You know why it wasn't? It's because you could understand him. <laughs> But it's a pretty good like impression, like an impersonator there for that Jackie. Ain't nobody don't say Jack shit. <laughs> it's funny. I was actually like watching Rush Hour as I was running on the treadmill this past week. Oh really? Yeah. That's a yeah. fun ass movie, man. I didn't. I couldn't hear what they were saying, but it oh, looked, you don't need to. It's just like a. 
You see Chris Tucker doing yeah. his thing, and then you see Jackie Chan doing his thing, yeah. doing his crazy martial arts. Yeah. It's it like, was, I get it. It's fun. I don't need to see. It's a fun movie. Or I don't need to hear, you know? Yeah. I was pretty engaged with it while I was running. Yeah, man. So. It's a great movie. Because they were running around, and I was running. You know? Yeah, dude. That'll be on the on our Brett Ratner series. <laughs> Uh, Brett Ratner coming up soon. No, who's the slimiest directors we would put on against each other? Oh, man, we talking slimy, grimy directors. Uh, Ratner's probably up there. Maybe uh, uh, Valkyrie X-Men, man. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Brian Brian Singer. Singer. He's pretty slimy. But we all know who would win that like battle, and I don't want any of them to win in that. Who battle. would win that one, Brian Singer? You think? Yeah, Brian Singer yeah. would beat him. Yeah, of course he would. I almost think Rush Hour on the merits of Rush Hour alone <laughs> beat Brian Singer, but that's more to do with Jackie Chan, and Chris that's, Tucker. Yeah, man. I don't think it's any. He's like a he's like a serviceable like. He, adequate. He's like um fucking Paul Feig, dude. Maybe not in terms of being slimy. But in terms yeah. of management, like, oh yeah, let's let's get these people together. We got a script. Let's yeah, you know, get things going. Dude, what was that quote that he Ellen Page came out after he got? Yeah, me he says like you want like fuck the gay out of her or something like that. Yeah, that's it was something, something like really that. It was gross like, like that. Fuck off, dude. Thank yeah. God that guy is fucking done. It was super bastard. gross. Yeah. yeah, I wish uh, I wish he got blared. If you ask me, well, Stephen, at the end of the thing, you know, Stephen, Stephen Lack didn't do anything about fucking all this Me Too stuff, man. He had yeah. all this skinny about. He knew. He, he knew. fucking knew. He did. He fucking know. Knew, asshole. Well, you shouldn't have judged my acting in scanners. I would have helped, Steve. You looked the other way, in a pivotal moment in our history, <laughs> Steve. and you did nothing about it. Could have scanned all these men, blown their heads up. <laughs> this may be the weirdest tangent we've ever gone yeah, on. No, let's, let's double down on it. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Anyways, yeah, Blair. What were you saying about Blair? Um, what was I saying about Blair? I don't know. I the, think it was probably a, it was probably a bit. And I think it was yeah. a bit. Yeah, no, it was a part of a bit. But um, yeah. So like, Blair is like the the final boss version of the thing. At the end, right? That is, he is the final boss, huh? And he like yeah. assimilates. Um, his death is, I guess, shown off screen, but uh, Nall's uh, yeah. roller skate guy, we don't yeah. even see him die. He just gets taken away. Yeah. Yeah, I think he gets assimilated into the thing, as well as uh, obviously, oh my God, dude, that's a scene I always forget about. Mm. Um, the captain, his death. That fucking creepy death where it he digs oh, into his, his fingers face. into his mouth, and then you see the shot Ugh. of him dragging his face, face with his fingers in it, and it's like, ugh, it's so gross. But obviously, yeah, he's like turned into this huge amalgamation at the end. Yeah. Um and uh and Kurt Russell fucking decides to to burn it all down. He said, fuck it. Fuck it. That's what they all wanted to do. They were just like, Yeah. You know what? Let's throw this whiskey. <laughs> To the CPU. Yeah, Let's dude. burn it. Fuck I it. love that, man. Yeah, it's like, it's pretty early on that he's mm-hmm. like, hey, we're all fucked. Like, we're all going to die. What are we going to do? And even as a viewer, you're like, yeah, I mean, there's no out yeah, what they're It's like, there, there's no, there's no out. Um, and it's like, and it, it is a pretty cynical ending, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, because uh, they die. Because, like, what hap- where was Childs, like, during the whole, he was guarding something, right? Uh, he was like, 
Yeah, he was like guarding the inside. He was like hanging out inside. He said, "Blaze anything that you see or something, right?" I don't yeah, know. if anything comes inside, yeah. light it up or whatever. And then he goes running out because he said he thought he saw Blair. Hmm. It is a little sketchy. I don't know. Do you think he was one? I think he was it. He, he think he was the, the actor king? said that he he didn't think he was, but there's like some theories that I read about. I know the cinematographer. Yeah. Um, said the thing recently about how if you look at their eyes, you can see who is the thing throughout the movie. Um, And I tried to notice that at the end. Yeah, because I think the way he said it is like there's a glimmer Mm. in the humans. And Kurt Russell at the end, his eyes were glimmering. There's like a shine on them. Yeah. And I don't think there ever is on on Childs at the end. Mm. So I wonder if they kept that consistent like throughout the movie. the John Carpenter said that he does know who is the thing at the end, and he said he'll never tell. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. He I like that, that. He said that, yes, yeah, so one of them is definitely the thing at the end. Uh, well, it's Childs, then. It's, it's got to be Childs. It's right? got to be Childs, yeah. Um, one other theory was that, like, like uh, McCready had filled up the bottle with gasoline and um, handed it over to Childs. And if he doesn't react like a normal human would, because, I mean, if you drink gasoline, it's like, you know, like, what? <laughs> oh, Because so where do you get the liquor bottle, right? He had a bunch of gas, anyway, to light up the place. Right? Yeah. And he, t- and he drank it. And he drank Child. it like it was nothing. That's, that's, yeah. pr- that's brilliant. I, cool. I like that a lot, because yeah. that'd, that'd be a really smart, like, McCready move, too. Yeah. His final chess move. Yeah. Because he knew that he couldn't do, he had no power to do anything about it. Yeah, you know, for sure. I mean, it's it's a pretty uh, grim ending too because mm. it's like, it's a fucking badass ending. Yeah, like the the thing, like we're fucked. Like yeah. humanity is fucked because like eventually they're gonna go out there, find the Norwegian base, find the other base, and then it's just gonna start fucking. It's gonna like take over the whole rescue crew and like go back to the mainland. Well, if, he, then, if they successfully burned everybody, it, it would have been okay. You know? Yeah. So. I think there were too many. There were too many uh, loose ends. Too though, many loose ends. You know? Yeah. Like they left. They left uh, certain parts of like the the thing like inside, like unburned. I think. And then well, that's uh, why the whole place exploded per se. The yeah, loose that's end true. To me, is like that's just true. Childs and McCready. You know. Yeah, that that's was a good at point. least what was inferred. Yeah. Hmm. But Childs, yeah, I think he's the egg. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, this is the first I wanted to bring up. This is like the first of uh, Carpenter's um, uh, apocalypse, apocalyptic. uh, I think it's just apocalypse trilogy. And uh, it's this Prince of Darkness and um, in the Mouth of Madness. Hmm. And uh, I was thinking about because I've been reading. I haven't finished it yet, but, you know, the. um, Okay, I think Lovecraft book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At the Mountains of Madness. Yeah. It's more it's of like a play on the... Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is already kind of um, It's similar. pretty Lovecraftian, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not similar exactly, but they both take place in Antarctica, and they encounter, like, an alien um, yeah. you know, thing. That, like, you can't quantify and that you can't mm. really know. Yeah. I think that's definitely... I mean, there's definitely, like, some Lovecraft influence, and uh, less so on Prince of Darkness, because it's... Uh, it's just a weird movie. Some people really like that one, but it's uh I don't know, man. It's like <laughs> you really don't like that one. Yeah. It's it's we it's not great. It's like uh mm. it's like the the devil is like taking over people 
and there's like a weird cult and stuff. And then, uh, it sounds like something that's up your alley though. It it does on paper. It definitely does, but Mm. it's just, it's really uneven and it's too messy. It's too bad. And, uh, in the mouth of madness is, uh, I think pretty, pretty solid fucking, uh, Sam Neill is in that. Damn, he's the lead. The year after Jurassic Park, that's what he did. Oh, and, and then after that, he probably did a fucking Event Horizon. Probably, yeah. He was on like a terror doing like weird uh, fucking horror movies. Yeah. But yeah, That's dude, uh, in the, in the Mouth of Madness is like he is an investigator investigating like the disappearance of like an author who's like a stand-in for Lovecraft, but like a modern day one. Mm-hmm. And then it's like slowly unraveling, and like the author is like talking about real shit and like real beings from like different dimensions and mm. it gets pretty fucking wild. And like Sam Neill starts losing his mind. So it like has all those like kind of Lovecraft things, but pretty, um, it seems like it's like a love letter to Lovecraft. Huh? It definitely is for yeah. sure. Yeah. I, I'd recommend people watch that. Maybe skip Prince of darkness, but if you like the thing, maybe check we're that not one seeing out. that one this huh? uh, season, right? No, we're not watching yeah. either of those. Yeah. Um, well, maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Give it we'll a little, see. We'll give it a, give it a spin. Scoop it, scoop what do you think, out. Steve? You want to watch it, Steve? I don't want to watch any movie other than Scanners. Yeah. Well, he's right. shaking his head. I, I guess all he yeah. watches is Scanners. He just watches yeah. movies with him in it, and that's the only one. So, <laughs> poor Steve. It's all right. Uh, what would a Cronenberg do? Not much different, huh? Uh, yeah, man. I was thinking in my head earlier. Um, <laughs> I think it'd be just about the same. Just it. Thanks. That's a great segment, guys. I think I'll say this. I think it'd be a very similar movie. More I think even having the paranoia stuff. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say that the humans are gonna seem colder and they're gonna um, seem less human because I, I think in uh, a lot of Cronenberg's movies, the I don't know. A lot of Cronenberg's movies feel like they were made by an alien who doesn't understand humans. I think that'll make more sense once we kind of no, watch. Yeah, some, I, yeah. I see what you mean. Um, I know, I, I get and so I, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's almost as if the thing was like directing the mean thing. An autistic bit. person. Well, I'm not drawing that connection, um, but you're inferring it chief. Sure. I guess so. I'm a bad person. <laughs> I'm an anti-vaxxer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, th- I think that that that's kind of the vein. But I think it'd be mm. just as nasty. Uh, he'd follow that. I mean, yeah the 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 gore here was on par with Cronenberg. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, for sure. Is nasty. I'm trying. I I don't know which is, which is nastier, the fly or this. I think the fly might be even nastier. Really? Let's, let's circle back around because really? I remember huh. being disgusted by shit in the fly. There's some really disgusting shit in that movie. Like, to this day, whenever I watch the thing, I still, like, cringe because of how fucking, like, yeah, tense dude. and gross it is. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the, the arm yeah. scene is yeah. just, like, like <laughs> watching it today, I, I was, like, kind of looking away, yeah. like, waiting for it to happen. Uh-huh. And then, like, when it would, I would, like, look at the screen, like, doing that thing. But I've seen the movie, like, ten times. Yeah, and it, yeah. like, still has that effect on That's me. That's what's great. Because, like, normally with horror, it's it's more like you you want to have less information to scare you. Yeah. You know, and you, you get, you get everything in this one. In the yeah. thing. You see this shit and you're just like, Oh God, that's how <laughs> fucking bad. Like you don't yeah. even need an imagination because of how well done it was. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's the, the execution in this movie. 
Is this is this John Carpenter's best executed movie? It's his best movie, I think. Wow, you're saying it's his best movie? Yeah. What else is better? I mean, I agree with you. It 100 percent is to me. Yeah, but I, I mean, think I love right. Escape from New York, but yeah. I mean, this is this yeah. is like his best movie. Like, I can't like it's his masterwork. Yeah, like I don't see him like getting any. It's like you know, Escape. From, it's like uh, Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like yeah. Escape from New York yeah, got me peak. in, but you know, Pulp Fiction's the one, and this yeah. is. You know, the thing cool. is... Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with that, 100%. Man. I love this movie. It's great. Yeah. Hell yeah, it's fucking yeah. badass. It, uh, it's unfortunate that he didn't have the same reaction uh, that, like, Pulp Fiction did. How crushing <laughs> would that be, dude, to, like... <laughs> to make, make Pulp Fiction. This, this yeah. like, when he was making it, he was like, this is, like, maybe the best thing I've ever done. Like, right. I'm so proud of this. And to have everybody say, that's vile garbage, you're, you're the worst. garbage. You're and, garbage, dude, okay, yeah. I didn't mention this, I don't think, but this was his first studio movie. Mm. And I think that's what he's referencing when he said he was fired because they were like, no, fuck off. Like, go do your own shit because, like, you just you lost make- us a bunch of money. Mm. Like, I think this movie made $20 million, which is like, holy shit, that's But rough. it's like when I was listening to how it was released, you know, how the, what the actors were saying, they said they even have a premiere party. They just, like, shoved it in, like. Oh, they date. didn't have any faith in it. That makes sense. Yeah, that's not. See, it's not. Yeah, it's not even like. Even I mean, some of the onus is on like the viewers, sure, but yeah. like the uh, the studios themselves, they just kind of like they didn't even try. Yeah, you know? you know what? Maybe it is how earlier we were talking about how like John Carpenter is kind of out of sync with the time he's in. Mm. Maybe he's just uh, he he tapped into. A, a niche, like realizing that you can make movies for like a niche audience back when movies had to be for everyone. Do you think that might be it? Mm, I guess eighties was a pretty big time for blockbuster. Uh, yeah. Films, right? Yeah. Because like people love John Carpenter now, but it still isn't like a Spielberg. Like it's still a like selection of people who like movies and gore and stuff like and like even a movie like uh, Big Trouble in Little China, like well, that, that is one's such m- a much more niche than the thing will ever be. Though. Yeah, absolutely. It's you like know? such a specific niche movie, and I think that might be the thing. Like that might well, that's pun not intended, but um, <laughs> might be the thing. Well, I feel yeah. like the thing is, it, it's not even it should. It's not a niche movie though. Like it's pretty. Yeah. It, I think mainstream audience is ought to have like this i mean they liked yeah. halloween i would say it's that's like, true i mean I yeah mean, that's true halloween uh, is uh i just don't I, I think it was it was just the times and the studios i think it was just that that death combo that uh put it put it in the grave you know yeah unfortunately that's a shame. It's a shame. And I don't even know where in the critics at the same time. I just don't, I don't, uh, yeah. Cause that's so, that seems so weird, right? Like yeah. a great movie just having like, that's happened for sure. I'm trying to think of mm. examples of like a good movie that was kind of roasted by critics too. Mm. Cause like this movie got straight up like bad reviews and like, that's so strange. And like, uh, I, I read the, um, uh, Ebert went back and re-reviewed it later oh, yeah. and was like, I was wrong about this. Like, this That's movie's so good. fascinating. Yeah, yeah, like, he does that every now, or did that every now mm-hmm. and then, and it's like, it's cool yep. that he did that because um, people change, and um, you see yeah, things you get, you get more of the context of... 
what yeah. they were intending. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we should redo season one of Drake Your Show. We got to reboot season one? Reboot Spielberg season. Spielberg Kubrick? See what we can, uh, <laughs> see what ends up happening, right? Uh, but yeah, any, do you have any like final thoughts on, on the thing, Adam? Um, just that, uh, just like I said before, this is probably my favorite, uh, James Carpenter movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to mention, speaking of James Carpenter, James Cameron, they approached James Cameron to help, um, make the visual effects. Oh yeah. You had mentioned that, uh, that, yeah, he had, he's popping up, you know, all yeah. over the place in the eighties. Cause I think he was the head of visual effects at Fox at the time. Oh, interesting. Okay. And uh, he had asked for way too much money when Universal <laughs> wanted to do it for the thing. And he went to some other guy who uh, who wanted who asked for like they got they were they were talking to him. I forgot his name, but he said, "Oh, um, they told him you know name a price." And he says he says he thought of like a number that'd be way too big, and he would never, you know, they would never accept. And they're like, yeah, because it was like a quarter of what James Cameron like fucking. Wow, wait, well, for. and that's the guy that I was talking about, I guess. Yeah. I oh, okay. So. Yeah, that's the fascinating. Guy, so. Well, so James Cameron probably would have gotten double pneumonia and fucking exhausted. That would have been a, a nothing was lost. Yeah, uh, I, I wonder if he saw the final movie and was like, yeah, probably couldn't yeah. have done much better. Cause like it's it's really good like it still yeah. holds up it's uh an old movie it's like thirty five years old and it's fucking great uh yeah masterpiece masterpiece yeah. of a movie yeah John, John Carpenter you did it you did all right John <laughs> you did don't all... don't be too hard on yourself there John yeah. you did a good job fuck, there, Chief. fuck all those eighties people dude yeah. fuck Spielberg fuck <laughs> you're you're gonna cut that out. And you're going to, like, make that your ringtone for me now. I'm going to jerk off to it later. You fucking asshole. <laughs> no, I don't blame him. He made a great movie. No, E.T.'s it's awesome. it's not but, Spielberg's uh, fault. It was just, it was just a, uh, it was a consequence of just all these different factors that made the perfect mm-hmm. storm against it, you know? Yep. I mean, because so. Blade Runner did bad, too, man. Blade Runner did bad, It did bad not too. do good. I mean, it's... And Blade uh, Runner 2 didn't do good, which is even more upsetting. Ah, that is... You know? That's an interesting uh, point, yeah. I don't like these stupid uh, articles say, oh, this will be a cult classic. This movie will be a cult classic. Oh, yeah. You know? But Blade Runner 2 should not be a cult classic. It should just be a... A classic, a classic. I think. I think it will be, Same man. I think like it's. A, uh, I think it's gonna. I'm, I'm glad you well, brought they that one up. The, the thing, a cult classic, right? That's what they. That's what they say. The people. Yeah, I guess. Huh? Because I, all these. I guess they still consider yeah. it a cult classic. Yeah. Like they put that moniker on it. Mm. I kind of hate that too. I, I I do because it's like this is a classic. A classic's a classic. Like uh, yeah. you don't have to. It, like all cult is doing is saying like. For some people, yeah, it's like it's like people. for this niche audience, and it's like, well, to me, it should be more of along along, along the lines of because I guess it's insinuating that yes, yeah, like people like follow it and prop it up, mm-hmm. while it was just while the thing is more of like it was an unrealized like good movie at its time. I mean, that's not as fun yeah. as cult classic because it's like. You know, yeah. I think maybe unrealized um, films. I don't know, man. I I, I think uh, I don't know if that can happen anymore. It can't. I don't think it's it can done. because it's like it's over. You're gonna have one or the other. Either a movie is gonna come out and like pull a venom, 
and it's like bad, but audiences love it. Or you're going to have a movie come out. Audiences don't flock to it, but at least critically it's like mm. acclaimed and loved, you know, Which at least a by a specific, yeah. even mother, you know what I mean? Mother's like mother is kind that. of, uh, yeah. as it close as you acclaimed, yeah. but the audiences didn't like it. Yeah. They just didn't really see it what is up with the divide between audiences and critics huh what is the deal what is the deal with audiences and critics what's the divide and you got republicans you got democrats you got critics you got audiences you, you got, got hollywood you got dc what's the deal what's the deal coke or pepsi make the choice Spri- sprite or sierra mist <laughs> we all know <laughs> whoa, whoa. Remember, remember sierra mist is better Dude, Sprite Remix, though, dude. Oh, hey. Hey. Remember that? Remember that? Sprite Boy. Remix. Remember Sprite Remix. Dude, yeah. Sprite Remix rules. Sprite. I think they probably still have that somewhere. No. I tried looking it up because oh. I was a loser. You went on a big remix tear the other day. You're like, let me get no, a I think fucking package of I think remixes. we had mi- mentioned Sprite Remix on this podcast before. I think we have, What actually. was that? Like something about... Oh, yeah. Uh, it was... Is that... Was, oh, hold on. Is that the official soda of Director Showdown? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Sprite remix. Sprite remix. Now the official. So, so, hey, Sprite. Sprite. Uh, Coca Cola company. If you want to get at us, you and know, we'll rep Sprite remix. After a hard days, you know, talking on Direct Showdown podcast, I like, I like to pop open Sprite remix and be refreshed. Hell yeah! And then I and then I remix the the podcast. Yeah, because I'm a Sprite remix. We take out all the bad words that we say. Yeah. And, and then, you, and then you pop in the pizza rolls. You can have yourself some. Watch some cartoons. You, no, you, you, you drink the Sprite remix first and then eat the pizza rolls like a fucking maniac. Is that your shit no. that you did? No, I didn't do that. Oh, okay. But a maniac would do that. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> what kind of monster or like assimilated thing person would That's how you know it's a drink thing. a whole drink and then start eating their food. A That's the tell. Maniac. That's, That's the, the tell. tell. We just never got to see it. In so the movie. next time you watch the thing, watch out for people who drink. Watch out for the ones who are just drinking <laughs> before they even touch their food. That's uh, those are the fucking. It's the things. That's the things. Them. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the thing? I mean, you know, man, you know it. I, I said it. I, I love this movie. It's one of my favorites. Mm. Uh, I mean, I, I think we touched on kind of all of the components of what I love about the movie. Um, I mean, dude, it's got, it's got like, if there's a checklist. Okay, yeah. Of Go like down it. Brent's checklist for Sexy movies that times. he will love. It's a very efficient, okay. easy title. Yeah. Um, aliens, checked. <laughs> Um, snowy environments. I'm realizing oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's for sure. Um, for sure. That's a cool one. Check like wind river, you know? Yeah. Kurt Russell. Check. Oh man. You might as well double check that. Triple. Check yeah, that. absolutely. Um, Kurt Russell's great. Uh, like I talked about earlier, like the, uh, control of information that we know <laughs> that the characters don't another efficient kind of a way to say that. Um, I know what you mean. Check. Though. Yeah. Um, Flow of information, I guess. Yeah. Uh, checks on there. And what else? What else would be on this checklist? Um, for me, I think. I mean, that's the. Those are the big ones. And so, yeah. Um, and beyond that, it's like uh, the the paranoia. The uh, I mean, the the Lovecraft influence. Check. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, so you got you got yourself mixed up. 
yeah. Good old Brent Stew. Yeah, dude. The little uh little B Wood stew. Little B Wood stew. Hell yeah, just pop them all in there. You know, I wonder if what's 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 an Adams what's an Adams stew? Let's try and think about that. Guns. Okay. Guns. Keanu Reeves, maybe. Um or let's be more general than let's that. Be more I'm, general I'm pinpointing yeah. John Wick. Yeah. I would say guns. Yeah. Uh a crime of some sort. <laughs> a crime of um, some sort, yeah. At least a couple of like nice suits. Yeah, you got some black tie, black yeah. suits thing. Um like Sci- a hard sci-fi movie. Yeah. Like Sci- super hard sci-fi. None of that sure. fantasy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, no, no Star Wars. We're talking, no we're talking Star hard Wars, stuff. Hard stuff. Not, not even Star Trek. Even harder than Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's four. I had four. That's yeah. four for you. I think that really... And Ryan Gosling. on the head. Probably Ryan Gosling. Yeah, he's yeah, Ryan Gosling. I'll watch anything. With, you know, I'll, I'll watch anything. Like, I mean, that's the reason why I'll watch First Man. Yeah. You know? Apparently, he's great in it. Well, he's great so, in everything. He is great in everything. What is Who he bad in? I haven't seen any of those, like, Mickey Mouse Club videos. Oh, man. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's yeah. a Mickey Mouse Club kid. He's probably great in those too. Who, who he's probably kidding? yeah. He's probably he's amazing. Probably incredible in those. He's where he like probably a, jumps right off the screen. You're no, like, he's just like like he he doesn't even react. He's just like he's got a blank face, <laughs> and there's like Mickey Mouse just like dancing in the Nicholas background. Winding Rifen presents Mickey Mouse Club <laughs> starring Ryan Gosling. <laughs> dude, uh, give me that movie. He'd make some incredible dance sequences though. I bet. Um, White Rifen. Yeah, pretty yeah. super stylish. That'd be cool to see yeah. a musical from him. Get some neon lights in there. You know? oh, yeah. oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, The Thing. The Thing. I love it. It's great. We talked about we why. We love it. Um, it's, uh, I, I wrote a little bit about it on my top fives on Sticker Fridge. You can go yeah. check that out. Mm-hmm. Not much more. You got way more out of this podcast, I'm sure, than that small post I wrote. But um, <laughs> yeah, It was like a paragraph or something. I know, yeah. It's, I, I wanted to keep them short, but like, yeah, we've talked way more about it here. But uh, yeah, I'm really glad that we got the opportunity to talk about my fave, talk about my favorite movie. Yeah, it was really cool that we could uh, we could dive down in, into one of your old time old time favorites. Faves. How about you, Steve? What do you think of this movie? It's not Scanners. Well, Steve, he just watches Scanners. That's all well, he's ever gonna do. You know what? I feel bad for him. I'll I'll let him stick around. He is he doesn't he looks pretty homeless and You're gonna just, let Steve stick around. Yeah, it's Steve just, Black. I feel I feel bad for him. Alright. Well I don't even know how he got in here. I don't know what the fuck he's, he's doing. He's probably scanned his way. He just keeps scanning. Yeah. <laughs> keeps scanning. I mean I don't remember how I got here. Maybe that's like how he got in, I guess. I'm not Maybe sure. we've been scanned like this whole podcast, like this whole like series. Fuck. Do you think this is all just an elaborate scheme to get Steve Lack's career <laughs> reignited? I think so. Oh, shit. Well, well, you did it, Steve. God damn, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you went on the most acclaimed podcast. Yep. This, this was the millions. one to pick. Not, not Marin, not NPR, <laughs> not uh, fucking, fucking uh, Serial. Yeah, you, you picked the best you one. Picked, you picked you the picked best the one. right one, really. And with that, check out better podcast 
which is like <laughs> Revenge of the Sequel, like Delphin Pod. Oh, yeah. Check out other better ones, like on Sticker Fridge. The Sticker Fridge shows. You know? Um, hope you guys voted. If yeah. uh, Election Day hasn't passed when you hear this, which I think is impossible. Well, if you're voting for a certain candidate, then don't go. Then don't go. Don't go vote. If you're certain candidates, Ted Cruz. Cruz. Um, yeah, we hope you voted uh, for the right person. For the right person. But if you're not America. in Texas and you're listening, go vote for. Um, go vote. Yeah. Let's go well, vote I think it's, it, it will have passed by the time this. Comes oh, thing. probably. I don't but know. Uh, we just hope you did. Mm-hmm. Think of America. Think about. Uh, think about all the 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 things that are in infiltrating our government right now. Yep. It's a very, this movie's very topical, man. It's very topical now. Uh, yeah. Might as well have been uh, in the White House, as far as I'm concerned, this movie. I know. And um, you know what you do with those type of people? You flame them. You flame them. <laughs> Online. Online. Yeah, not not in any <laughs> physical sense. Of course no, not. No, absolutely not. Not with flamethrowers. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> well, thanks for listening to the podcast. Come and join us next week where we do... Uh, we're going to be hitting up uh, Videodrome, guys. Yeah, so, should be a good uh, one. Should yeah, be a good absolutely. One. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, all that uh, baloney. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. See you.